This is fucking awesome. On Talking Stupid. Because Mishmash sounds negative. <laughs> on, the, on stage. I mean, they're classic. I remember, I was playing uh, the, the podcast of things here on Talking Stupid. Check, check, check. Hello. I have a beard. <laughs> I'm 50-year-old Andrew Luck. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Do I have Andrew Potluck? Look at that. Oh. <laughs> Andrew Potluck. Fuck you. <laughs> <sighs> Sorry, Will. Welcome to Talking <laughs> Stupid. I'm William. <laughs> I'm Veg. Andrew Potluck. <laughs> uh. I'm Jeremy. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. If this is your first time, we really appreciate it. Uh, do, you can check all of our podcasts out at www.stupid-flanders.com slash podcast. Not talking-stupid. Uh, said that at the end of last podcast. That's wrong. That's yeah. not where you can find our podcasts. Yeah. So like I said, it is www.stupid-flanders.com slash podcast. And if you guys are listening, joining us again, thank you so much. Um, if you haven't already, do subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Uh, as well as make sure you check out, uh, make sure you give us five stars. That allows us to uh, do all the fun things that we get to do, and uh, we're really happy. We will enjoy this, so I hope you guys do too. <laughs> Thank you. We do have, we are, uh, you guys are dickheads. Let's try and do an intro. Oh, sorry. Dicking around with your beers. Let's <laughs> get drunk, you idiots. <laughs> drunken idiots. Are there any other kind? No, that's true. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a little sassy tonight, guys. I apologize. Uh, we don't listen anyways. Nah, that's a good point. Uh, we are uh, we are talking about tonight one of our favorite, favorite, favorite celebrities of all time. That's the one, the only Mr. Shirley McLean. Yeah. Sh- <laughs> <laughs> if you could tell me three things about Shirley McLean. Her first name is Shirley. Last name's McClendon. Shit. <laughs> and she's an actress. Bam! We win! And she's female. Woo-hoo! That's an bonus extra point. bonus point <laughs> right you. there. Thank you. Perfect. <laughs> Just kidding. The real answer is Yul Brenner. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Sh- she's Yul Brenner? I'm so confused now. No, we are talking about our favorite, favorite, favorite actor, producer, director in the world, Mr. Kevin Smith. Woo, Kevin Smith. Yeah, he's not in the room right now, so it's oh. not like we're clapping for him. He's like, oh, Kevin, come on <laughs> in. <laughs> uh, we are, uh, well, two of the three of us have seen Yoga Hosers, and we're going to talk about that. And then we've Wait, come- who was the one that didn't see it? Hmm? Mm. I didn't, I haven't watched it yet. I knew it. Yeah. I know. Yoga hoser. <laughs> I know. <laughs> You're a Yoga Hoser. Uh, and then we're going to talk about our top five Kevin Smith movies because he's made so many, and we brought all the top five ones that we really liked, and we're going to talk about them. So, start out. Uh, I haven't seen Yoga Hosers, guys. I'm sorry, but I heard it's. I heard it's really. <laughs> wasn't that your idea? To it watch was totally it? <laughs> my idea to watch Yoga Hosers, and then okay. So podcast got switched around. What what you guys are going to hear next week is going to be what we're supposed to be hearing this week. So uh, I was working on next week's podcast. Didn't work on this week. Didn't. Uh, didn't work on this week's podcast, and now I'm behind. Well, you know, shit happens. <laughs> so, so you guys, I, you know, I love Kevin Smith. You know, I uh, we we've talked about him several times on the podcast. Anyway, yeah. Uh, explain to me what is Yoga Hosers. So, Yoga Hosers takes place in uh, Canada. I forgot where in Canada. 
It doesn't matter. It's Canada. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, wet, it's all one it's big cold. Wait, wait, wait. Winnipeg? Winnipeg? Winnipeg, I think. Is it Winnipeg? I think it's Winnipeg. Oh, okay. Well, it takes place in uh, Winnipeg, I guess, Canada. And um, it stars uh, um, Harley Quinn Smith and um, Lily, Lily Rose, Rose Depp. Um, of course, Harley Quinn Smith is Kevin Smith's daughter, and Lily Rose is Johnny Depp's daughter. Oh, so are they like are they friends? Do yeah, they, in real they're life, actually, they're actually, actually real life friends. Yeah. Oh, oh, so is that how is that how Kevin Smith's getting all of uh, Johnny Depp in all of his movies yeah. right now? Pretty much. It's like <laughs> it's like an expensive play date. <laughs> Oh, I know. I know. Adults has worked together. I don't like you, but I'll be in your movies. <laughs> He's like, I guess. <laughs> who are you again? The fat guy who drops off the girl. I thought you were the butler. <laughs> I thought you were the out of shape chauffeur. <laughs> Just kidding, Kevin. <laughs> um, See, we can't. I can't make too much fun of anything in this in this podcast. Cause I like Kevin Smith too much. I know, right? That's why I'm staying quiet over here. <laughs> and I, I will say, uh, Jeremy, I know I listen to Hollywood Babylon and I listen to Smodcast. Yeah. You listen to... I listen to a lot of uh, podcasts. I listen to um, Hollywood Babylon, Smodcast, uh, Edgemication, um, uh, Jane Silent Bob Get Old. Which I've heard is really good. Yeah, it's pretty funny. <laughs> Started out as like a way to keep Jay clean. Yeah. After his like heroin addiction and then it just they just started doing their they just started keep going with it after Yeah. Have you listened to any of the Smodcast channels? No, I don't like listening to podcasts. They bore me. <sighs> Technology scares me. <laughs> I have to download what? <laughs> I turned on the AM radio and it wasn't on there. <laughs> But Have you ever seen a light switch turn on? I nearly crapped my pants. Are you this talking about Jason Muse being uh, clean? Yeah. It totally reminded me. I, when I used to work in Hollywood at that one place, he came on in one night, chatting with him. He had no hair. head completely shaved. I'm so used to having that long blonde hair. Yeah. So I asked him, like, dude, what, what happened with your hair? He goes, I was in rehab. I had to shave it all off. Like, oh, no crazy. way. Oh. He goes, yeah, I'm, I'm done. I'm out of rehab now. That's awesome. Which I could drink. Hell yeah. <laughs> so I got to buy Jason Muse's first drink out of rehab. Oh my God. Wow. <laughs> you, you're the problem, Edge. Well, you're the he's problem. also the reason for uh, Jane Silent Bob Get Old, then. That is true. You're the reason by, that we got yeah. an amazing podcast out of it. So. Well, you're welcome. Yeah, good Maybe for I should you. start listening to this shit. It's like, yeah, you're a credit to uh, entertainment and a horrible person. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, um, yeah, so. Oh, you're hosers. Yeah, yoga so um, Harley Quinn and Lily Rose, they play uh, two uh, 15-year-old uh, uh, convenience store clerks uh, by the name of Colleen McKenzie and Colleen Colette. So they're so, both named Colleen. So they're the Colleens. Yeah, yes. the two Colleens. Got it. Um, yeah, so, you know, they run They run this, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, a, 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 to a, a to Z? A to Z. As in uh, Canada's A. a. Canada A. A to Z. A to Z. God. That's a t- so A to Z. That is a got terrible it. joke. <laughs> Maybe they should get the uh, talking stupid word joke. <laughs> <laughs> I'll gladly hand it over to him. We'll like, hey, send dude. it over to Kevin. Yeah, if he wants it, we'll <laughs> give it to him. We'll even have it engraved. Um, but yeah, so um, they they're convenience store clerks at uh, A to Z, pretty much like uh, um, uh, so the movie on. clerks. So hold on. So we're going. We're going from Kevin Smith's first movie, which is Clerks, yep. where he pl- or yeah, I was just about to get g- into that. Oh, okay, sorry, <laughs> thanks for interrupting. I apologize. Yeah. you haven't I, seen this movie yet. I got excited about it. So I mean, it's pretty much like a um, the movie's pretty much a young teenage girl's version of Clerks. Okay, uh, okay, with Bratsies. With Bratsies. With what? Yeah, oh yeah, the Bratsies. <laughs> 
They're little Nazi bratwurst from Canada. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. This movie deals with <laughs> Canadian Nazis. <laughs> yeah. You, Canadian Nazis, dude. You had me at Bratzies, <coughs> and then you lost me somewhere where they were, but then you brought me back with Canadian <laughs> Nazis. You got me somewhere in the middle there. Uh, well, yeah. That's how this whole movie is. <laughs> Lots of ups and downs. Like, this is great. Oh, my God, that's horrible. Oh, this is all right. No, that's bad. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, what happens is, you know, they're pretty much just being teenage girls at a job or whatever, you know, like talking shit to people and whatnot. Just being dickheads. Yeah. And right. then, like, they'll periodically they'll close a store down and then head to the back room to practice in their band called, uh, uh, what was it called? Uh, gla- Glamthrax. Glamthrax? Yeah, they, they, they're in a band called Glamthrax. It's um, the two Colleen's and a 35-year-old drummer named, uh, uh, what is his name? Ichabod. <laughs> and it's, he's actually played by uh, Adam Brody. Really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. And and it's their pretty music good. is not uncomfortable to watch and, and listen to. It's not really weird and horrible either. <laughs> it is okay. It's bad. Okay, they do two well, songs in there. Did they really? It's horrible. I mean, oh. yeah. Okay, <laughs> I was gonna okay. try and like he was salvage try, something. Try to sugarcoat it a little bit. Yeah, but, but Johnny Depp plays a solo at the very <laughs> end of the movie, which is kind of yeah. funny because he is actually is a guitarist. He plays oh, is I want to say it's uh, Hollywood Vampires. Please tell me if I'm wrong on this, guys. But I think it's Hollywood Vampires. He's in a band with a bunch of other actors. Oh, cool. They've actually played at Lucky Strike before. I would totally go. Are they the uh, Planet Hollywood of bands? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you but got that. they make that. better food. I did. <laughs> I got that. But they make better <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, the Planet Hollywood of bands. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, the uh, story starts out there, uh, you know, at their job doing what they do. And then um, uh, a a guy from their high school comes in, a senior. They're right right now. They're uh, they're sophomores. sophomores. Okay. And then a senior, uh, a boy that's a senior at their high school, comes in and he's like a, a really good looking dude. I forgot. I don't think I wrote his name down. We'll call him Hunk One. Yeah. Call him oh. Hunky McHunkerson. <laughs> Jeffrey McHunk. There you go. Either one of those will work. <laughs> <laughs> I had to work my way into that one. Yeah. So um, he shows up in the store and, like, you know, it's established that he knows who they are and he's kind of cool with them. And, like, in a very, like, thick, like, oh, I don't know if it's real. Their accents are so bad yeah, in this movie. The, their Canadian <laughs> accents are, like, way over the top, dude. It's just, like, the, just the over, oh, hello, eh? How's it yeah, going? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. dude. Pretty much. Could I have some milk and maybe some Cool Whip? No? Okay. <laughs> Could I have the ketchup that is sweet? You know, like we like in Canada. Have, they, have, they have sweet ketchup in Canada, if you didn't know. It's disgusting. It's just maple syrup. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what they do. I yeah. love that. It, so the Colleen's are in the, uh, in the oh, spot yeah, yeah. In, the, in the store. And normally in like convenience stores, liquor stores, right behind the register are all the like liquor bottles displayed on the wall. And this is all syrup bottles. All maple syrup syrup (laughs) bottles in the back behind them. And they have it behind the counter like, don't steal these. (laughs) Oh, oh, you want some syrup, eh? Which one would you like, the 67 or the 95? (laughs) Yeah, so uh, this guy comes in and like, um, uh, we'll call Harley um, uh, Colleen 1 and then Lily Rose, we'll call her Colleen 2. Okay. 
So, uh, Colleen One is like in love with this boy, and like, because like he's super cute and whatnot, and like really friendly to them and everything. Okay. Um, so he comes in and invites them to a, uh, a senior party, which is a big deal for a sophomore, right? I remember when I was invited to my senior part to a senior party for the first time. Yeah, but Yesterday. you were like twenty seven. <laughs> <laughs> I said I'd buy them beer, guys. <laughs> what the hell is? Man, Andrew Luck let himself go. Is that is that Andrew Luck? <laughs> I think he'll buy his beer. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> he comes in, invites him to the party, and um, you know the Colleens are like super excited and whatever. And then um, there's a. There's a whole lot of details in this thing we're not going to go over. But, um, well, he still has to watch the movie, so we won't give him too much. You, know yeah. you got to let, let it flow over me. I don't want, I don't want nitty-gritty. Just give me, give me the basic. Give me what I need okay. to know. Okay, all right, all right. So, um, you know, they get invited to the party. <clears throat> uh, Colleen 2's dad is the owner of the, uh, uh, the convenience store. Is it Kevin Smith? No. Damn it. Um, some other actor. He's he, from uh, Arrested Development. Yeah. I forget his name. but um, Is he... Uh, did, did you watch Arrested Development? No. Did no? no. Does he like a tall, like lanky guy with like? Yeah, he's big, slightly uh, balding big, with slight brown hair. Kind of goofy. Oh, is he the guy from the Increasingly Poor Decisions of Tara and Margaret? I don't know, dude. Oh, come on. <laughs> um, if you watch Yoga Hosers, yeah, you I would, would know. know. Yeah, but if you watch Arrested <laughs> Development, you would know. I have a couple seasons on DVD. You what watch don't them. you have on DVD, dude? Fried green <laughs> tomatoes. I told you that last time. <laughs> Steel magnolias. <laughs> You're gonna make me look this up, aren't you? Yeah, look it up. I'm looking it up. No, that's, that's continue ball. with the story. Okay, so um, you know they get invited to the party. <clears throat> Colleen Two's dad is a uh, um, a widower. Okay. So um, oh, and he's dating a. Uh, What's her name from uh, American Pie? Uh, the redheaded uh, chick, and she's also from uh, uh, Orange Is the New Black. Fuck. Oh yeah, Tony Hale plays oh, their dad. Oh wait, yeah, he's the he's Buster in Arrested Development. Uh, you guys, that that's uh, I knew that. On you. I totally knew that. Nope, I didn't write Haley her. Jo- name. Oh Osmond. no, Natasha Leone. Cool. Yeah, her. Yeah. So um. They're dating whatever, and uh, uh, she Colleen too really hates this woman. God, she's like who's the currently dating. Yeah, yeah, who's currently dating her dad and whatnot. But um, so they all of them work in the convenience store in one capacity or another. Like the dad's obviously the owner. Um, his girlfriend is the an employee, um, the manager, yeah. and then his daughter and Colleen one are employees and whatever. But um, so um. Uh, yeah, the boy invites them to the party. They get super excited to go. And then um, they ask the dad, like, for time off. And they're like, yeah, you know, just, you know, make sure you get your work done today. What this and that. And then um, so the day of the party comes up. The dad comes in and goes, hey, sorry, but you have to work on this day. And they're like, what? We asked for the day off. And he was like, oh, well, um, I forget the her name. But his girlfriend was like, she surprised she surprised me with a uh, a trip to <laughs> Niagara Falls, <laughs> and he's like super stoked about it. It's the classiest of all places to go <laughs> in Canada. <laughs> yeah, like he's super stoked and would not listen to the girls at all. He's basically saying, "Sorry, but you have to work. Go work." 
I don't Deal care. Yeah. Suck it up. De- suck it up. I don't care what you had planned or whatever. So then um, they have to work, and then uh, while they're working, they decide to call the, the boy from school and, you know, let him know, like, oh, we're not going to make the party. We had to work. And he goes, oh, don't worry about it. We'll bring the party to you. Oh, <laughs> shit. At the store. But what the girls don't know is that um, that boy and his uh, his friend, there isn't really a party going on. They were just hanging out at some loading dock somewhere, drinking beers and, like, hitting empty cans with hockey sticks. Damn teenagers! <laughs> I know. <laughs> so that's not a party? It wasn't a party. It was just a ruse to try and get these two girls to come over to the, his house because... Him and his friend are devil worshippers, and the reason that he wanted them to come over is because he knows that they're uh, they're virgins. Sacrifice. <laughs> yeah, he needs virgins to sacrifice to the devil. Yes, Kevin Smith goes all over the map on this movie. What? Yeah. What? So. <laughs> uh, uh, so then he goes. You know, he gets the call from the girl saying that they can't make it. And he goes, "We'll bring the party to you." And then, you know, him and his friend are like, oh, that's perfect. We can go to the store. Nobody's going to bother us, and we can kill him there or whatever. So they go over there, and then um, (laughs) so they try. (laughs) I know. It's crazy, dude. It's fucking crazy. So, (laughs) Oh, that's, that's the best of all the potential plot twists you could have put in my face. Like, I would not have called... Satan worshippers, but that I know that's what I Canadian. felt when I was in. Yeah, Canadian Satan, uh, Satan worshippers, the Satan worshippers ever. They are they actually. Were, they were. He, he <laughs> they explained were, what he was doing, why he was. Yeah, doing so um, uh, so Colleen won. You know, get some alone time with the with the boy in, in the back room where they practice. You know, their band, whatever. And then um, he starts like getting close to her, and he he basically says, "Oh, you know, I lied to you." The reason that I brought, like, I wanted to come here is because I need a virgin to sacrifice, eh? <laughs> hey. <laughs> and so he pulls out this huge, like, kitchen knife. And earlier in the story, when um, Colleen one told her mom that she's going to a senior party, the mom wasn't really on board with it, but she's like, fine, but here, take this. He, she says, bring something stabby, which is what uh, Kevin Smith is known to to tell his daughter in real life all the time whenever she goes out. It's like, hey, bring something stabby with you. <laughs> and that's actually her mom in real life. Yeah, and it's actually movie. played Jen by Jennifer Swabach. Yep. Oh, yeah. nice. Okay. And so she hands her a fucking a dope switchblade, dude, and, and calling one's like, oh, my God. And what was it? She uh, she had a name for the, uh, the switchblade. Uh... I forgot, but basically there's a name for this switchblade. She goes, I used to take it on uh, all my dates, you know, just in case. <laughs> so it was. it's basically her date knife. <laughs> nice. So, yeah. Date um, knife, naming a good punk band. Yeah. So uh, the, the boy, you know, reveals his uh, secret plan to uh, sacrifice Colleen one, and then that's when she pulls out her date knife and sticks it not through him, but, like, up to his balls and oh. he immediately like tends to like, what is that? And he was like, this is my mom's date knife, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> and yeah, so he, she goes like, you know, drop the knife and whatever. And he's like, okay, okay, everything's cool. And then meanwhile, um, uh, Colleen too is in the front of the store, um, you know, trying to like talking to uh, the dude's friend. 
And she hates him. Like, hates him, hates him. She seems like the angry best friend. Yeah. Yes. Like, I fucking hate everything. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, she fucking hates this dude. And so she's basically just trying to be like, okay, I'll tolerate this dude while, you know, my best friend, you know, makes out with her dream guy. Yeah. Oh, she took one for the team. Yeah. But meanwhile, while all these things are happening, you just hear... Kevin Smith's uh you you listen to um Hollywood Babylon. Yeah. You know how he does his uh his German voice? That really hey peach, you know? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's just good. <laughs> so yeah, you hear the, you just hear this voice in the background going, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Here it says like she asked okay, Veg brought it up. Uh Colleen one asks her mom if she can go to the party, she goes on one condition, you bring something stabby. They get cute, they get cut. And then she pulls out the fucking switchblade. <laughs> and then Colleen one's like, holy shit. And she, uh, the mom goes, I call her the Moyle. The Moyle. <laughs> She's my date knife. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, but yeah, you like throughout this whole thing, you just hear like, hi, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's obviously Kevin Smith doing his like German voice or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then you just see glimpses uh, um, every now and then of like little bread thing with a pointy helmet on. <laughs> kind of like from a low angle, like yeah, shoot, yeah, uh, yeah. Perspective uh, to give you context, Veg, because you don't listen to Hollywood Babylon. One of the one of the segments they do they call they call them the Germans. And so what people do is they'll go to Hollywood Babylon. They'll they'll write in emails. And in these emails, they'll ask Kevin and Ralph to do different things. One of the things they ask them to do is ask the Germans to, to give them advice or do things. So they have uh, these two characters called the Germans, and it's, uh, it's Ralph Garman and Kevin Smith, and they have these two German accents, and they say really terrible things about Germans, and they, uh, they talk about poop a lot, and uh, they talk about how Trump's going to you know, take care of the alt-right. and It's really funny, and you should really listen to Hollywood Babylon, you old man. <laughs> okay, so going back to the story... Uh, Veg brought it up uh, right just now. Um, the reason that uh, Colleen One's mom calls her date knife Moyle is because that, for those who don't know, that is a uh, uh, a Jewish person who's trained in circumcisions. <laughs> oh, is that? <laughs> and Moyle. that makes total sense. <laughs> that's why I was aiming at his... Uh, yeah, and that's, that's why a, she aimed it at the dude's fucking funny, crotch. That's a good joke. <laughs> this is Moyle. It's my mom's date knife. <laughs> um... So yeah, the way that the way that the so basically the uh, you hear Kevin Smith going yeah 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 yeah, and those are the Bratsies. <laughs> <laughs> and the way that Bratsies kill apparently is by shoving their pointy helmets through your pants and going into your asshole. Oh God! And killing you that way, and then they pop out of your mouth <laughs> when they're done killing you. <laughs> Jesus, that's that's terrible. Yeah. Ah. So uh, Colleen one gets uh, the dude to drop his knife, and then he's like backing up slowly, and all of a sudden you're just hearing yeah yeah yeah, and then and then he's like oh, <laughs> and she's like what's wrong? And he goes, there's something in my butt, <laughs> <laughs> and then it's the Bratsy, you know, ends up killing him, and then um, they go outside to the front of the store. Where um, uh, Colleen too is talking to the dude, and they're like just going back and forth, and then um, he is obviously trying to kill Colleen too, just like you know the other one. So he's about to put his plan into action. He pulls out this huge hammer, and he's about to hit uh, Colleen two over the head, 
And then you hear a, yeah, 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 yeah. And then same thing happens to him. You, he just goes, oh, my God, there's something in my butt. And then now both Colleen's know what's happening. There's a Bratzi that has killed these two boys. And so I love that so far this has played out like an episode of Hollywood Babylon. We've talked about buttholes. Yes. We've <laughs> talked about German Nazis. Yep. It's, it's a beautiful, I like, I like the transition. <laughs> Now original? we need to talk about Liam Neeson's cock. <laughs> <laughs> it's contextual. It all makes sense, Veg, I promise. Um, and it's funny because Tusk, which is his the first part of the Great White North trilogy, yeah. uh, it's all about Smodcast, and then this one's all about Hollywood Babylon. I really like the, <laughs> I really like the transition. That's kind of yeah. cool. All right, so um, yeah, they, uh, now they're at the position where both of the boys are dead and the two Colleens know that Bratzies exist. Um. Colleen one comes running out of the back room like, what the fuck just happened? And she's like, what? Like, did you see it too? And she's like, what? And then they see the Bratzi like in full form. And it's like uh, Kevin Smith in a bodysuit made to look like a sausage wearing a Mounties uniform and a pointy like uh, German hat from World War World <laughs> War One. <laughs> and it's fantastic. By the way, I believe it's uh, uh, Andy Andy McElfish from uh, 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 Education that did the uh, the graphics for this. Oh, okay. Yeah, the special effects for this movie. So, so there's really, another connection really, there. He literally kept it in the Smodcast family. Yeah, pretty much. That's cool. Um, so, Veg, you want to take over from here? I feel like I give, I, I've uh, talked a whole lot here. <laughs> All right, so... I'm bringing up a picture really quick for Will to see what the Bratzi looks like. Oh, yeah. You got to take a look at this, dude. It's got, fucking great. You got to see the Bratzi. <laughs> it's got a little Hitler mustache. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they're all over the place with it. They're Literally all they're over the place. Bratwurst. They're wearing Canadian mounting uniforms. He has a helmet from German World, World War I Germans. And a Hitler mustache. And when but they get killed, their insides are just uh, concentrated uh, sour uh, sauerkraut. Yeah, sauerkraut. <laughs> concentrated sauerkraut for blood. <laughs> yeah. So at this point, the girls see these brassies, and there's like maybe like ten to fifteen of them in, in the store, and it's a whole fight scene now. This is where the CGI is. Oh. It looks so bad, but yeah. it's so funny. No offense to uh, Andrew McElfresh if he is the one who did it, but. They know that they have it's money. They could have done so crappy, much better, but yeah. it, it adds to the the humor of this movie. Yeah, exactly. So they just they kick ass, and this is one of my favorite lines of the whole movie because they bring back. I'm not even supposed to be here today. Yeah, <laughs> because they're so she's so like uh, calling one so pissed off about it. It's like I'm not even supposed to be here today while they're fucking like you know killing Bratzies left and right. Oh, and and their their moves on killing these Bratzies. Are their yoga moves? Oh, that's right, Justin Long, my Justin favorite Long, character yeah. in this whole movie. He's just this hippie teaching yoga, and then yeah, his name his name is Yogi Bear. Oh yeah, Yogi Bear. Uh. And every time they, they cut to a scene with him, he's on the phone with Warner Brothers, not understanding that it's a cartoon name. He think he has no idea who Yogi Bear really is. He's like, how do you even own a cartoon? I don't understand. This is there's, there's, I'm not stealing anything. And yeah, it, and then his poses, yoga poses. I guarantee he made these up on the spot. They said, all right, action. And he just came up with some random shit. Yeah. It's hilarious. 
He's so good. But yeah, so they kill these brassies with these yoga moves. And then they get thrown into jail because uh, cops show up. They think that they killed the boys because they can't find any Bratsies. And then they meet up with uh, Johnny Depp's character, who's the same character from Tusk, who should be in Moose Guy Jaws. Lapointe? Guy Lapointe, yeah. And I love that he, his character, he has the, he has oh, the, the mold that keeps, keeps moving. moving and then multiplying. <laughs> <laughs> what? Like every time they like switch a scene, like his mold's in a different place, just like fucking... Um, um, Robin Hood Men in Tights. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was uh, doing it with the Young Frankenstein with uh, Igor's hump switching. Yeah, same yeah, yeah. Same, same but concept. Yeah. Comedy in there. Yeah, yeah. A little slapstick. I like it. Yeah. So, yeah, they meet up with him. He breaks them out. Um, I'm just trying to get through this really quick so we can get to everything else. We I have. like it. Yeah, that's okay. Um, yeah, so I just watched it this morning, too. <laughs> okay, so, so basically. Yeah, you, you have this down better than I do. Let's just fucking blast through it. So basically, they find out that um, there used to be a Nazi headquarters underneath A to Z, <laughs> oh. like in the past. Okay. Like there was a. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So uh, the, among the cast, we got you know Holly Quinn Smith, Lily Rose Depp, Johnny Depp, Kevin Smith, Jennifer Swalbach, Haley Joel Osment. <laughs> what he's Pol- in this? Yeah, he plays the. Uh, um, the origin, the founding member of uh, the Canadian Nazi Party. <laughs> so the, he's only in it like as a flashback. Okay, where like he, it's like 1938 or something. Well, he's, in, he's in Tusk too. Yeah, yeah, it has nothing to do with this. So. I'm just saying, I'm making a connection here. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. So yeah, you know, he shows up as a um, in flashbacks and stuff, but he's the uh, uh, the founding member of the Canadian Nazi Party back in 1938. And then um, you find out that the uh, the Nazi headquarters in Canada was located underneath where A to Z is now. Okay, so they just like built on top of it. Yeah, and then there was a uh, a Canadian Nazi scientist. Um, I forgot what the character's name is, but um, played by Ralph Garman. Oh yeah, I just looked it up. It's like Andronicus. Yeah, because it, it's uh, it was it was a funny looking name when I saw it. Yeah, yeah. And he's so good with voices that he ends up changing his voice several times. No, yeah, trying to he explained his plot. All those uh, all those uh, uh, um, voices that he does are uh. the voices that he does on Hollywood Babylon. Oh, nice. Yeah, because yeah. I know like all he five also does of voices on Family Guy. <laughs> he, he does, does a lot he of does. voices yeah. on there, and he does a bunch of voices on K Rock and all the things he like. Ralph Garman is one of the hardest working man in show business. And by the way, shout out to Ralph Garman because uh, I love I love Hollywood Babylon. You're one of the things that gets me through my drives in the in the afternoon when I'm driving home. So uh, yeah. shout out to Kevin Smith and Ralph Garman for Hollywood Babylon. Yeah. Uh, his name in the movie is Andronicus Arcane. Yeah, so um, there you go. He basically... <laughs> he, yeah, that, that's his name. Yeah, fuck yeah. it. So um, back in like 1930-whatever, he uh, had this idea to, um, to make uh, clones like Nazi clones, so that he can, you know, invade your uh, Canada from within. So, but the process takes like sixty years or something to uh, to form these, uh, like like a hundred years, I think, is what he said. Yeah, it was a hundred years. Yeah, it takes a hundred years to uh, for these clones to fully develop. But while, meanwhile, in present time, Glamthrax is upstairs practicing in the back room of A to Z. Whenever they plug in their fucking, like, equipment and shit, it shorts out all the electricity in the area. And so it interrupts the uh, the uh, cloning process down in the basement, 
And basically, you have half-baked fucking Nazi clones, which end up being the Bratzies. The Bratzies. Yeah, so they, that's why they're not full-grown. They're, they're like yeah, that's why they're really now. tiny. Were, were they supposed to be Bratwursts? No, they're supposed to be full-grown like, like men. Soldiers. Humans. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Full-grown human men, but at that halfway point, they were Bratzies. But they are made of Bratwursts. They, uh, oh, Ralph okay, Garvey so explains they they, he mixes DNA with the Bratwursts. Yeah, <laughs> got it. So they were they were they were originally like like cloned from sausages or like in, the sausages were injected, but they just never became. Yeah, they never fully went full growing. Yeah. So science magic is what I'm hearing. Science. Yeah, science magic. <laughs> no, it's something we came up with last pause, guys. It's called science magic. It's when you need to explain something that's scientific, but there's really no basis in <laughs> fact. Science magic. Boom. Uh, when I was younger, we used to say it was God's will. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. God wills it, motherfuckers. <laughs> this is what happened. Wow. Wow. So, yeah, um, basically, you know, the girls find out, and uh, with the help of Gila Point, they find the, uh, the entrance to the, um, to the underground bunker, and they end up having to fight Ralph Garman and his ultimate creation. What did he call it? I don't know, but it's, that thing was badass. Yeah. It was a, it's a gigantic fucking, I want to say like 12-foot-tall, like, Canadian hockey goalie robot monster thing. Yes. And the way that it yes. works is he gets all of the uh, the Bratzies to go inside and control this thing. So kind of like like Voltron or like Yeah, the yeah, Power where they Rangers all come together and Megazord. Shit. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. That sounds like the best villain ever. <laughs> and it looks fucking dope, dude. It was practical effects too. They oh, didn't really? Yeah, no, they no didn't VFX? go Yeah, they didn't go computer with it. That's even better. Yeah. So, you know, they have this huge fucking thing, and again, they use their fucking yoga um, um, fighting moves and shit, but um, they win the day and uh, the end. Now just wait for Moose Jaws to come out. Oh, yes. Wrap it all up. Moose (laughs) Jaws. The complete trilogy. Oh, man, that movie sounds amazing. I cannot. Don't worry. When it comes out, I'll buy it. You can borrow it. Perfect. Sounds good. But oh, you have man. Netflix, right? Yeah, I have Netflix, so I'm just going to go watch it on Netflix. But I'll borrow <laughs> it if I want, if you want, Veg. All right, so between the <laughs> two of you, uh, I need a letter grade from A to F for this movie. Uh, dude, I mean, I love Kevin Smith, but I'm going to have to give this thing like a C-. minus. Like, Ooh, that was low. Yeah. Was, That's uh, almost as bad as my Assassin's Creed review. Oh, yeah. No, and I'm not, I'm not judging on, but I'm just saying. It's a throwback. <laughs> so I'm giving it a solid B. For the cast and la the throwbacks to his, his old stuff. Okay. Uh, yeah, but it I'll, was. I'll move it up to a, a straight up C. But it was kind of hard to watch at points. Uh, like yeah. I said, their their music it, was horrible. It, it just, sounds yeah. like there's it's awesome all the points place. that are cool, and then there's like low points that are like, oh god, they did that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you know, Kevin Smith always made it a point to be like, dude, this isn't meant to be a serious exactly. film, yeah. so. And I, li- I like his his one of my one of those things that he's always said that I've really taken to heart is don't make don't make things for other people make them for yourself and I think this movie was something like I want to make oh shit I want to make this for me yeah and if you guys like it that's just icing on the cake and that's mm-hmm. kind of how I feel about a lot of stuff I've been like I do the podcast and new future projects we've been working on like yeah I do it for me I do it because I want to do it and the rest uh, if you don't like it uh, pound sand. So <laughs> we are moving on, though. Uh, thank you. It gives me really good insight into a movie that I, I've always wanted to watch. And now I think I have to go see now. Yeah, you do. You um, do have to. Since we're talking about Kevin Smith, I think we, we, we decided that we are going to talk about our favorite Kevin Smith movies. And we have 
We have compiled it down to a list of the top f- our top five favorite Kevin Smith movies. Now, uh, to, to, to forerun this this list, this isn't uh, this is a list that Jeremy Veg and I actually came together. We said, okay, these are our favorite movies. How do we break this down? We broke it down into a list. Um, there is a lot of movies that Kevin Smith have done that are really good. Uh, we just decided that this was the top five list. So, uh, Veg, if you want to start us off at number five, Mallrats. Love yeah. mall rats. I mean, it's just one of those movies that like you just have to watch, dude. Like, no, it's it's so good. And it's the first movie that he was able to make with money out of out of doing Clerks. Yeah, yeah. So he had money. Miramax was backing him on whatever he wanted to do. It was basically his first effort outside of uh, Clerks after he got his his foot in the door, basically. Yeah, yeah. Stanley was in it. Yeah, Stanley. And oh. And he was in fucking Yoga Hosers. He was, yeah. What? Stanley Stanley was in yoga was he played, yoga? He played yeah, the police chief. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. Give me another reason to watch that movie. And did you know that in Mallrats, the opening song for the opening credits is done by our friend, Matt Leonard? I did know That's that. That's really? his old band that, that uh, played that first wow. song. Wow. Yeah. Now I want to go back and watch it again. It's <laughs> yeah. the beginning. <laughs> Just the beginning. No, and, I mean I'll watch the entire thing. And, it's one of those movies that whenever I see it, like on cable or something, the channel stops, and yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm just gonna have oh, to watch this. Perfect. Yeah. I mean, it's such a it's such a dorky movie, but it's it just has so much heart to it. I love it. Yeah. And because one of the reasons why I think Mallrats is on this list is they're actually making Kevin Smith is making a sequel, and we talked about this earlier before mm-hmm. the podcast. They're not just making a sequel; it's, it's actually a, a TV, TV show. Series. Yeah. So you don't get just get two hours of Mallrats. You're getting like 20 hours of extra Mallrats content, which I yeah. think is really cool. And that's probably one of the smarter decisions he did about his... You know, the only thing about his his universe is there's so much he could talk about that it only makes sense to make it a TV show, you know? Yeah. yeah. Number four, Clerks 2. I I had that as my number one. Like That Mallrats was that, my number one. Thanks, Will. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I mean, know I shit on everything, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> God damn. No, I know. Like, it seems weird to put Clerks two for me. It seems weird to put Clerks two at the top of my list, but I mean, it just hit like you know certain things in with me. I was like, you know, this is dope. But um, yeah. So, what did you guys like about Clerk, uh, Clerks two? The the cast reuniting from Clerks one. Yeah, that was great to see all them back. Um, I want to say this was Jeff Anderson's first movie since Clerks. Uh, like. He didn't really do any acting, and they, they got him to come back for this No, one. he was in Zack and Mary. Yeah, that Holy was... Holy shit, I forgot he was in that. Yeah. After... Maybe that was the one that they that were fighting before or after on. Clerks 2? That's after Clerks 2. Oh, is it after? Yeah. Oh, okay, then... Thanks for messing that up. <laughs> okay. Fuck me. Um, <laughs> so, <clears throat> this this movie should rank high, ranked really high for me, too, like, like yeah. with Jeremy. Uh, for me, this movie was one of those first, like, I was like 16... And I really it was like one of those first movies I really understood like the whole way through, and I was like, "Oh shit! Like this is dirty and raunchy, and like fuck, that's funny." Like yeah. <laughs> it was one of those movies that just like resonate, like like Jeremy said, like it just resonated with me. Like yeah, fuck, that is hilarious. Like Kinky Kelly and the Sexy Stud. <laughs> I was like, hey, <laughs> I was like, oh shit! Like this is gonna get sexy. And then like it was a big flip for me, and I was like, oh fuck, that's even funnier. Like yeah, watching a guy bone a donkey. You know, and like just great. that that scene when fucking Randall is talking shit to that uh, Lord of the Rings geek. <laughs> Oh my god, that was awesome, dude! So the other scene that I really liked in the movie was the Wanda Sykes scene. Oh, that was he, good. Where they're yeah. talking about oh. the phrase. Can I say that? 
I wouldn't. <laughs> okay, but he's bringing it back. He's yeah, bringing, he's it, bringing back. it back. He's bringing back a particular phrase. Yeah. And uh, Wanda cla- Sykes get cra- gets crazy yeah. on him. <laughs> and uh, then like afterwards, he starts telling uh, uh, Dante and... Uh, um, what's Rosario Dawson's character's name? Uh, shit. Jiggles? <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Dancing. Thanks to the clerks, too. Every time I hear uh, Jackson 5 uh, ABC, I just think of uh, Rosario Dawson just bouncing up and down on, on oh the roof God. of movies. Oh yeah. God. Which, oh. by the way, that location. I was just going to bring that up. It's literally like five minutes from my house. Like, you could still go to the, the scene. Unfortunately, the building's been torn down, but the, the lot's still there and open, and you can walk around on it. But Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I remember seeing yeah. that from the freeway when I was driving. I'm like, Oh my God! They're making the movies. That's awesome. They found us for the movie. I'm like, ah, oh, but that would been cool to have an actual yeah. restaurant. like restaurant yeah. based in yeah. Um, yes. I was say um, Probably wasn't important. Nope. Oh, one of one of my references that I use all the time in real life is uh, we talk about Lister Fiend. So he's <laughs> oh, the, the mouth troll. He's the or, mouth oh. troll. No, the pussy troll. No, no, that was. Um, uh, Oh fuck! Oh, kill me now! I know Listerfiend because that's the one in her mouth. The mouth he, troll. He would bite, and then there was uh, Pillow Pants. Pillow Pants. Pillow, yes. Pants, yes. Pillow yes. Pants was the the troll that lived in her vagina. That the pussy troll. The pussy <laughs> troll. So if uh, if if any guy had sex with her before she was married, he, he would bite their dick. <laughs> just jokes like that is the reason why that's it's uh, it was such top of my list and yeah, and plus fucking like funny. fucking. Randall and Dante are like awesome as characters. I yeah. love like their interaction with each other. You know. Yeah, we were Veg and I watched this. Uh, Veg had seen it live, but I I had watched it for the first time. It was a little short that Kevin Smith did for Jay Leno called "The Flying Car," and it's just six minutes of uh, Dante and Randall just bullshitting each other about flying cars and why we don't have them. And <laughs> uh, you said you saw that live. I saw it. Yeah. Well, not I saw it on you, TV. Oh, you saw it on TV. Yeah, live. but okay. when they were doing it live on Jay Leno in two thousand two. Yeah, it was awesome. Jeremy, when you get a chance, uh, pull up on YouTube, The Flying Car. Definitely, I will. Oh, it's, it was fucking hilarious. Just the, their banter. Like, I could sit and watch a whole TV series of just the two of them sitting and talking yeah. to each other. Yeah. Oh, and then the fucking, like, that that fucking Oscar heartfelt moment towards the end when they're stuck in jail. And then Randall's like, you're really going to make me say it, aren't you? He's like, you're my best friend, man. I love you. Please don't leave me. <laughs> and you're just like, oh, my God. That coming from, like, this hard-ass fucking cynic, you know what I mean? Yeah, the, the, yeah, the dickhead the whole movie. He's yeah, yeah. Like, and then you I find out everything. he really does have a heart, you know? It's just yeah. it's a really good just movie. Hit me right here, man. <laughs> hit me right here. Yeah, so um, what's next on the list? Number three, Zach and Miri make a porno. Yeah, uh, this movie did not get a lot of fucking attention when it came out. It did not, and uh, to be honest, I don't think it really has great reviews. I don't. I don't think a lot of people. Well, those lo- people are fucking stupid because that shit was agree. awesome. <laughs> uh, I mean, Zeth- Seth Rogen and Craig Cap- Robinson. Craig Robinson, Catherine Heigl, right? No, um, Elizabeth Banks. Elizabeth Banks. I get those two mixed up. It's all the good one. The time. Yeah, not the shitty one to yeah. work with. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's 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 got heart. It's got humor. It's yeah. got, got a boobs. great story. It's got titties. It's uh, got uh, fucking people shitting on each other. <laughs> Do frosted. you believe this shit? Do you believe this shit? <laughs> oh yeah. No wait. My favorite line from the movie. Uh, can I get a coffee? Black. <laughs> Can't you see we're talking white? <laughs> 
Oh, uh, can I say Craig Robinson is hilarious oh, at everything he, he does? I just rewatched The Office, and my God, he is one of my favorite characters on that show, and I'm so glad he got a bigger <laughs> part in later seasons. Yeah. Um, and he he does phenomenal in that movie. He just mm-hmm. <laughs> he hits it out of the park. Uh, my other another favorite movie I really like, and I feel like is a very similar character, is Hot Tub Time Machine. Yes. He's all, oh yeah. He's all calling his his wife crying, and she's all and she's like a four year old or five year old, and she's like. Ah. The dad picks up. What the hell are you doing to my daughter? Um, yeah, I really liked. Uh, and then uh, Jason Mewes is in the movie as well. His <laughs> one of my favorite lines from the movie is he's talking. He's like, "Oh man, she wouldn't even give me a double Dutch rudder." He's, he's like, like, "What is that?" It's when I hold my dick and you hold your dick, but we're working each other's arms. So it's, it's not gay. gay. It's not gay. <laughs> it's just friends helping friends. <laughs> This movie has, I just feel like this movie has so many iconic lines and scenes, and yeah. it's very quotable, and I think... This and one, highly underrated. Oh, <laughs> completely. One, like I said, one of Kevin Smith's great movies. Yeah. Um, and can I also say, amazing for the fact that it has Star Wars porn puns in it. Yes. Yeah. Star whores. <laughs> Number two, Dogma. So I, yeah. I, I rated this movie really high on, on the list. Um, I really like the cast. Mm-hmm. I think Alan Rickman does an amazing job. Plus, you have yeah, you Matt have these Damon huge names ben in Affleck this movie. In it. Yeah, this is one of those. Kevin Smith talked about it a lot since uh, Alan Rickman died just recently, but he talks about like this was one of his first big movies that he was yeah. just like, I worked with huge actors that I never thought I worked with. He's like, uh, oh god, what's Alan Rickman's character's name in Die Hard? Hans Gruber. Hans Gruber. Gruber. Yeah, he was like, I never thought I'd work with Hans Gruber. And he was like, just blows him out of the water. And and I think the directing style of Kevin Smith with the deadpan of Alan Rickman just worked perfectly. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, and I mean, like, just the, uh, uh, like the topic of this movie, like, you know, breaking down, you know, religion, like Catholicism specifically, is like, you know, everybody takes religion for more than what it's supposed to be. Like, they take it as, like, you know, you have to follow these fucking rules and shit, whereas I like to think that in Dogma, Kevin Smith's trying to tell you, like, you know, religion isn't a bad thing. It's just, you know, kind of use it to guide you. It's not a fucking, you know, a rule book. It's a guidebook. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. that's I think that's that's exactly the point of Dogma. Yeah. Uh, plus, you have amazing cameos like Carrie Fisher, the late Carrie Fisher, uh, the late George Carlin, um, yeah. Buddy Jesus. You know, you get all these like. I don't think that's a real person. No, it's not. But <laughs> I like if it's you know, dude Selma Hayek. Oh my god, yes. Chris Rock's in it too. Yeah, yeah. Chris Rock. <laughs> what was he the thirteenth apostle? He's like, <laughs> you don't ever hear about me, huh? <laughs> it's because I'm black. <laughs> Yeah, it takes it takes the heart and humor of a, of a great Kevin Smith movie and really makes you think about deeply philosophical yeah. arguments without having to really get too deep into content. You know, yeah. it can still be light lighthearted. And, yeah, and I, you know, like <laughs> it's great because you see pictures on the internet. I was I was looking up stuff on Dogma the other day. Uh, Kevin Smith actually protested his own. Yeah, I was gonna bring that up. His own movie in that one. He <laughs> he was out with with signs and like. Fags hate dogma or like different things. I don't know if that was the exact sign, but <laughs> that makes no sense no. at all. No. Um, yeah, but uh, dude, fucking having uh, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon in it was this before or after Goodwill Hunting? This was after Goodwill Hunting. 
Because so that right there, being able to get you know Oscar-winning fucking talent. Well, do you know why they were in Dogma? Please. Because Kevin Smith and Scott Mosier produced Good Will Hunting, yes. which was one of the one of the movies that well one of the movies that started Ben Affleck's career. Yeah, but still, I mean, at that point, like you know, you won a fucking Oscar. You could have just been like, sorry, I can't do this. Yeah, but he's friends with Kevin Smith. So yeah, like so that's why it's fucking awesome. But their performances are fucking hilarious, dude. <laughs> Especially when uh, they have the idea to go around and um, Matt Damon's character, he was like the, 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 he's like the embodiment of God's vengeance and shit. Yeah. So like he's all like, I've been cast out. So what better way to get back into God's good graces by taking up my old job? And she just go, <laughs> they go across the country, just fucking killing people that they deem evil. You know? <laughs> yeah, that scene when they're in the movies uh, oh, boardroom. Yeah, that was great. Another throwback to movies, which is another thing in Cam- Kevin Smith's uh, extended universe. The Askew universe. Askew universe. Yeah, View Askew. Name yes. is production company. Um, I want to tell you you're wrong. Carrie Fisher was in uh, Jane Silent Bob as a oh, nun. Oh, shit, you're right. Womp, womp. Fuck me. Billy, that was bloopers. I was like, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But we also <laughs> forgot Jason Lee. Yeah. That's true. He plays like a, a, a former angel who is now a cast into hell and is a demon now, but he's trying to get back into heaven, right? Yeah. Yeah. And number one, with no surprise at all, Clerks. Yeah, it's the movie that started everything. Exactly. <laughs> this movie tops my list because not only does it, uh, not only is it an amazing movie, it has some funny fucking scenes in it. The the I who would have ever put two extra thought into the construction workers on the Death Star in oh Return yeah. <laughs> of the Jedi? Who thinks about these people? And that's the point: is Kevin Smith is is a unique an amazing soul and I think he he thinks about these things and these are these are conversations that pop up and I think are absolutely fucking hilarious but on top of that this is the movie that shows shows you that a kid from Jersey who doesn't know anything about movies can make a movie and that he knew I, a I, lot about movies what the hell are you talking well, about well <laughs> yes you're right but like you know he had just he'd barely gone to like it was a guy who hadn't worked in the industry, hadn't yeah. did very an outsider. An outsider was able to take a few thousand dollars and was able to make a movie and start jumpstart his career. Twenty seven thousand dollars, I think it was. Yep. Wow. Yeah, and he sold it for For the price of a Hyundai, he made clerks, dude. Yeah. And Impressive. that was back in the day where you actually had to buy film and it wasn't just nineteen ninety four. Yeah. yeah. Uh yeah, it's uh and I I think for a, a lot of people, including myself, looking at his career and looking back at all the stuff he did it for me it's one of those things where i go dude if, if kevin smith can do that why can't i do my do do yes, what i want to do that's what i've know? always loved about kevin smith like he he's made it in in hollywood well, not, one of the one of the most cutthroat communities in the world yeah and but he's always maintained like the persona of like, dude, I'm just some regular guy who got mm-hmm. lucky, man. Like, if I can do it, you can do it. Yeah. Like, his whole thing is like, yeah, I do what I love, but so can you. He's always about like fucking, you know, trying to bring everybody else up. And he's like, hey, you can do it. Come on, come join me over here. You know what I mean? And I, I think Clerks is the embodiment of that. And yeah. I think whenever I, whenever I feel down, I like to watch Clerks and I like to watch it and just be like, masturbate to it. Yeah. Just, oh, God, <laughs> Kev. You did such good work. <laughs> Oh yeah! Don't say anything, Bob. Don't say anything. Oh. Berserker! 
Berserker. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, for me, it's one of those things. Whenever I get down or I feel like I can't, I can't follow what I want to do. I, I sit down and watch Clerks, and I go, dude, if a twenty-two-year-old from Jersey can make Clerks and do this amazing thing, like, why can't I? Yeah, and I think it it allows me to kind of. I think we would need a up. Scott Mosier though, because yes. that fool. Dude, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, don't get me wrong. Like, like if if Kevin Smith is the head of Voltron. Scott Moser is basically like the rest. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, if you look at it from every perspective, Scott's the reason that Kevin Smith has done almost everything in his life. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he wouldn't, have made, he wouldn't have been able to make Clerks without Scott. He wouldn't have been able to make Smodcast without Scott. Like, just, I mean, those two things I feel like are the epitomes of his career. Not that he has other things he's done amazing Yeah, stuff. but both of those things, um, Clerks and uh, Smodcast, those are the two points that I that are I can see are what spawns the rest of his like his entertainment uh empire. Yes. And I I think I can be safe in calling it an empire, dude. Like this fool's like in everything, man. Oh yeah, no. I mean between between Viewskew and Smodco, like he yeah. makes he makes amazing content. And yeah. uh yeah, you're right. And I think uh a good director and a good visionary needs somebody like Scott Moser behind them and then Exactly. And again, shout out to Scott Moser and Kevin Smith and Smodcast, because uh, I really like Smodcast. I think they're a lot of funny. Yeah, in fact, it influences this very oh, podcast absolutely. that we're doing I, right here. I mean, we, not that we steal stuff from them, but But we, a lot of our, our stuff is heavily influenced by uh, what Kevin Smith and Scott Moser do. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so that's our top five. We do have some honorable mentions, because we couldn't really agree on... Uh, we wanted to keep these in, because we felt like they were very important to the... Yeah. View askew in Kevin Smith universe, but they didn't make the list. So So what do we got? So one of my personal honorable mentions is I know Will hasn't seen it. Have you seen the Clerks cartoon? I did. I remember when they were airing it on TV and they I was had, like, dude, this is awesome and then like it disappeared. Yeah, they they aired one episode. I think they had the second one in the chamber ready to go and they got canceled. Yeah. So they end up doing just I believe it's six episodes. Yeah. Um I don't know if I need to say it or not, but I have them. <laughs> Surprise, I, surprise. I love the Clerks cartoons. If you um, haven't noticed, uh, Veg has all movies of all time. <laughs> <laughs> Including that scary train movie. <laughs> no, I will never buy that. It's, it's called scary. Unstoppable. <laughs> I have that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Did they really say, where's the train going? I don't know. No. <laughs> it's on a goddamn train track. <laughs> but switches were getting moved and shit. There was other train. There was a bomb on that train. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, we got got real Denzels in it. Well, Shit happened. Real Denzels. <laughs> Denzel Washington walks in the movie. <laughs> All right. Other than that, we also have a uh, Red State. I love Red State. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people out there that would have put Red State in their top five. I mean, I personally, it, I liked it, but I didn't like it as much as any of as the other. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, come on, come on. Westboro Baptist Church goes nutso. And it's a movie that was produced and uh, paid for by Kevin Smith himself. Oh, it's got to be on your top so list. Documentary. Yeah, basically. Yeah, <laughs> it's insane. Oh man, uh, I love, I love just the, the, I love the craziness of like of radicals and like how crazy they can be. Super Easy specific. there, Ruby Ridge. I just <laughs> like it so much. Uh, and <laughs> just to, just to shine a nice little. Uh, Don't make me call the FBI, man. <laughs> you guys want some Kool Aid? I got some Nikes for you. They're in your size. <laughs> I, 
love how you hit like all the major cults of yep. our time. Got them all. <laughs> We're going to move to Hawaii, too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. And we also have down Chasing Amy. Yeah. Um, That's a classic. For me, Chasing Amy just missed out on the top five for me. Like, I, it, I, I definitely love that movie. It's just I haven't seen it too many times. It's where he went really serious, too. Yeah. I mean, there's some good comedy spots in it, but, I mean, he tried to do a serious movie on something that was probably never, ever going to happen. Yeah. yeah. I mean, my, that's my favorite uh, favorite review of Chasing Amy is it is Kevin Smith's first and only sci-fi movie because <laughs> it is so unrealistic. It would never happen in real life, but it's a really interesting concept. Yeah, I remember uh, listening to one of fucking Kevin Smith's podcasts, but he was talking about how, like, He's like, yeah, for like the lesbian scene, like I was kind of just guessing about the le- <laughs> what lesbians believe in, <laughs> and you know, uh, <laughs> you know, Kevin Smith's brother in real life is gay, and so yes. like, you know, he was asking him. He's like, I don't know, I'm not a lesbian, I'm a gay man. <laughs> uh, and to top this list off, I do, I do think he's done such a good job with his episode of The Flash, and we're very excited to see the new episode of Supergirl. Uh, shows we all watch here at Talking Stupid. Yep. Um, I really liked his Flash episodes. Uh, he really embodies what comic book TV shows should be because he is a comic fan. He understands the essence of comics, and he understands the essence of film, and he's able to blend them perfectly, and I think he did a great job with yeah. the two episodes he's done so far, and I'm really excited to see what he does with Supergirl. So, uh, Any last words about Kevin Smith? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Can't wait for jo- Moose Jaws. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. That's oh, yeah. Moose Jaws. Horrible so, but great. Part of his uh, True North trilogy. Yes. The last movie in his trilogy. Uh, I want I want to say from all of us here at Talking Stupid to everybody at Smodco, everybody at Viewskew, especially Kevin Smith, Scott Moser, Ralph Garman, the people that I listen to and I love, thank you. Thank you for, for making me feel like it's okay to do what I love. Yeah, that's, definitely. That's my, my two cents on it. We really appreciate it. The you you pioneering a, a way in for just guys zip like their us. pants and fucking start I'll, sucking, I'll, dude. I'll suck all the cocks, man. I'll do it. I'll I knew do it. it. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> Again, thank you guys for listening to this uh, heartwarming episode. Of Talking stupid. Uh, if you liked us, do subscribe to us on iTunes. Check out the rest of our podcasts at www.talking-stupid.com/slash/podcasts. Uh, we really appreciate five stars on iTunes. Like I what said was earlier, that? five stars. What was that uh, address that www.talking-stupid.com slash podcast. Okay. Yeah. Nope. That's not right. Fuck me. Yeah. 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 Okay. Cool. It's there a w- you go, Billiam. <laughs> should write this shit down. It's www.stupid-flanders.com slash podcast. Yeah. Give us five stars on iTunes. Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, all those crazy places. We have a lot of cool content Pornhub. coming very soon. Pornhub. <laughs> I keep going on there looking for us. Can't find it, but <laughs> hey, you never know. Two hours later, I think I'm done looking. <laughs> Two hours? Jesus. It's like I'm raw down there. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you again in another episode of Talking Stupid. Bye, guys. Okay. This has been a Stupid Flanders production.